Hi there, I'm John Underhill, and this is the Red Special Guitar Podcast. Today are doing something completely different in that not only are we putting this up on podcast sites with the audio, but I'm also today going to be sharing some video with you of an interview I recorded earlier this year with our very own We Will Rock You, Danny Gomez. Now, everyone will know Danny Gomez from his fantastic Instagram channel and his content and his The Royal Way, but I caught up with Danny earlier this year via video to have a chat with him about how he got into all of this and where it's led him to. Outside of that, I've also recently caught up with Danny this last week with for an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at the rig he's using for the We Will Rock You shows in Spain that he is currently re rehearsing for. I've also got a fantastic giveaway at the end of this podcast, which I'd like you to all be involved in. It's something fantastic with IK Media, and I'm going to have a little chat about the Red Special Meetup in October 2021 in Reading in the UK. So please stick around to learn all about that. But without further ado... Here's me, partway through a conversation, with Danny Gomez. <laughs> um, and the idea is just to have a nice chat, so we understand and we get on, on film, or not on film, but capture your story about how Brian Mays inspired you. Because I think that's such an important thing to capture, because if we don't do that, in 20 years when we're all a little bit older, and the next generation find Queen, they're not going to know who we are and all this information and you know people there's so much knowledge and information and great community of people we ought to do something to try and protect it for future generations i think in, in a way it's like the we will rock your musical it's like we are keeping the flame it's like yeah. yeah there's no new like big in my opinion there's no new big rock gods and guitar gods it's like that we, we have brian may we have steve Vai, we have joe satriani we have richie blackmore we have eddie van helen obviously yeah. uh but there's no like new generation there's amazing people playing that i would say i don't know Pliny or uh, nick johnson for example and i love yeah. them and and beat them several times love the guys but it's a different like Connection is not about yeah. musicality, it's not about technique, it's about connection to me. Yeah. No, and it's, I, I'm, what's been lovely, um, we're probably covering stuff we'll talk about in the podcast, but is over the last sort of five to 10 years is how much Queen has been picked up by the youth of today. And um, you just hope that there'll be some kid who's seen Bohemian Rhapsody, who's joined the forum or learned a bit more or um, watches some of your videos or some of, I don't know, Thomas Brunkard's tutorials or whoever it is and thinks, I want to play guitar as a rock guitarist because I love Brian May and I love these guys and goes on to yeah. be a professional artist that, with a band that's inspired because that would be fantastic. It, it, well, it, it happened to me. It's like, it's, it's exactly what happened to me. So I would consider myself a hit if I could inspire just one person to do exactly the same thing that I did. It's like, I, 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 I used to live in a very bad neighborhood, so I had no access to lessons or gear, even guitar string. I had no chance to, to get all that stuff that today we, we take it all for granted. It's like, you open Amazon, you get strings, yeah. you get a guitar, and you know how it goes. 
And uh, but, but back to the days, plus 25 years ago, uh, well, I'm that old. Uh, so plus 25 years ago, you were you were only three, Danny. How can that be? You'd have been about minus four years old. <laughs> but well, uh, I'm, I'm 42 at the moment, so it's like yeah, <laughs> it makes all sense. But yeah, uh, the thing is, uh, if I can inspire someone to to grab the guitar and and, and play good music, it, it, you don't need to be play Queen. It's like uh, when I the first time, well, let's deep into this. Uh, the yeah. first time I, I I was like impacted by by, by the asteroid Brian May. I, I know that he loved this quote because I did uh, say that in an in, a, in an interview. Uh, he loved that thing. Put that on Twitter about the asteroid Brian May. So it was. It, you keep that. I, I I was the Virgin Planet Danny, and suddenly the asteroid Brian May did on on my surface, and there was a big crater, forever. <laughs> you are not the same anymore. So uh, I was with a good friend of mine, Roberto, uh, and he wrote like a gem. This he was like, "Okay, man, this is a big treasure. It's, it's from my uh, my brother, and we have to take good care of this." And it was a kind of magic. And I, I think in a weekend, probably we listened to the full record around twenty or twenty-five times. We basically we destroyed that record, and it was like. Oh my God, this is incredible. I never played a guitar. I never had like any dreams of being a rock guitar player or whatever. It was like, oh my God, oh my God. And the first thing that inspired to me was the desire to be a guitar player. But I never thought to play any Queen music because it was too elevated. It was the, the, the right thing to do was to listen to this stuff. But you're not worth to play this stuff. This stuff is when you're with a friend, with family, when you need some module to go for the day or you're running or, you know, but you cannot play that stuff. You, there's a guy that played that stuff. So, okay. Yeah, it's like, and after that, uh, well, I started playing, never playing Queen. Uh, I started playing with singer-songwriters, started playing with artists. Started to tour around the world as a professional musician, and suddenly, in 2003, through this same friend Roberto, uh, I was called to, to do some understudy work uh, at the Wigwaraki show. So I basically, I had to learn the part in case Roberto couldn't do the gig. He got the gig uh, when I was on tour in Mexico. So I came back and he said, "Hey man, I got this gig." Oh wait, yeah. So. That's amazing. So I received the call, uh, prepared the understudy. In one week, 25 uh, queen hits. So I passed from zero to 25 in one week. Uh, I couldn't read music. I had literally no idea about what was on that script because it was like something like magic. It was a kind of magic. A kind of magic is to learn what, what all that tiny black dots are meaning. It's like, okay, give me the CD. So I basically got the CD from Brian. The, the, the first time he came for the press release, I got the CD, Signet and everything. So I put my CD, I turned back one of the speakers because everything was well panned. So I turned back one of the speakers and I learned that guitar beginning to end. In one week, uh, looking the black dots, I have an idea about that. And it was like from zero to 25 in one week, it was like my 
baptism of fire. It was like, bang, you're, you're a queenie right now, boom. And it was it's like, okay, I want to play this stuff forever because uh, in one week I understood all the subtle nuances of the chords and the inversions because I access to, the, to queen music as a mature student. It's like, okay, when you're, you're well-prepared, you can play a lot of stuff. You've been touring the world. You know about the gear, about the technique, about your instrument. You did your 10,000 hours to master your instrument. And suddenly is, you, you have a new favorite food. And it's like, okay, but I'm well-prepared. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. But you can apply all the harmony you know, all the technique you got, all the knowledge that you had. So suddenly I came to that and say, okay, I need the treble booster go the first line and later we need the chorus. And it was like rearranging thing on the musical and I was at the end of study. Uh, and I did that from 2003 to 2008, five like different years with different productions doing different roles. And I came from understudy to, to the, one of the main guitar players because we were two guitar players live in the show. So it was, I, I did quite a career. It was like, oh my God, oh my God, I get it that. So that was, that was the, the, the we'll rock you story. Was that five years in London then the whole, you, were, you sort of came over and you spent the whole five years in London? Or were you uh, around, the, no, around no, the world? I did, I did every, no, it was like the five years in Spain. I came to London to see the production and to take some notes in that week uh, I, I did a very quick trip and I got some some tickets and, and I got like it was amazing. It was some kind of lantern pen and I was taking notes during the show and I came back and what I did my debut. So I, I did everything in, in We Will Rock You Spain. So was that um what guitar were you using then? Was were you did you start off with one of your other guitars and then did they give you a, a Brian May guitar or were you did you have to go out and buy your own kit? Well, the, the Spanish production was the first franchise in the world of the We Were Rockies. So that was a good thing because uh, they hired the team that originally uh, prepared the show in London. So we, we even got the, 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 the screws and everything was like UK made. It was like, wow, we ne it, it never happened that way in Spain. It was one of the very first musical shows happening here. Uh, it was like, almost like, yeah, wow, that long. It's like, oof, oh my God, like 20 years ago. Uh, so they sent a couple of Burns guitars for any guitar, one of the original. It, it's, it's nice because I recently got one of the original Burns, exactly <laughs> like the ones that we used at the show. Yeah. Uh, all was stock, so the guitars were stock, were regular Dadaria strings, and the, the original pickups and everything was absolutely a stock, and it was good. And the pedal board was pretty basic. We got a TV, a TV eighty three extra, and a couple of Boss pedals, a tiny Fender, I think that it was, and for feedback, and a couple yep. of Box AC thirties isolated. I don't know where, but far and loud. <laughs> Somewhere and else. That was back it. in the, yeah, yeah. Back in the UK, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a long cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that must have been quite 
quite the experience and it was being in that for five years and and learning all of that in such a short space of time yeah um, it, it, it was it was half of the experience was to be exposed at that level to a new old music the other half was to obviously meet brian uh in 2003 uh press release brian came someone introduced us like okay i know who you are you're doing a great job you're preparing all this stuff uh super quick uh i love you i love you too i can't believe that you know who i am but thank you uh during the the we were rock you years in 2006 i had the chance to record actually with brian because he uh, decided to collaborate with us in an album that we were recording with one of the Galileos of the show. And we we said, okay, let's 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 try. And we mentioned him to re-adapt we uh, too much love will kill you in Spanish. And he said, Yeah, okay, you, you guys can do that, and I will uh, record a completely new solo for the song. So we completed the album and we we made a that Too Much Love Will Kill You, Tanto Amor No Es Bueno, was the, the title in Spanish. You can find that on YouTube. And we made like two, <laughs> two versions, one with all my guitars, but the solo, copying every detail. Uh, and the other was guitar less. It's like, okay, it's your song, do your thing. I understand that ha having you in the room, there's no space. That, uh, and we sent both and say, well, I love the tone. You did very well. And he sent back a track. Well, he didn't. Justin Julius made sent the track, and he played in my gaps. It's like it was like okay, the solo gap, and he harmonized my my details and everything. It was and I was the I was the first. It, it was like to be the first man in the moon. It was I received the tracks. I opened my Pro Tools session and I dragged them in. And suddenly everything worked and it was alone at home at night crying. I'm telling you that. It was like, it was, this is it. It's like, there's nothing better than this. It's like, no, you did it. Well, definitely. Well, that's one of the, you know, probably top most people there having a chance to record with Brian and have him. So Danny and I are on Zoom for anyone listening. So now I can see what Danny's doing. <laughs> so uh, he's smiling away at me at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But no, big, what big a great smile. story, Danny. Yeah, giant smile. I can't see anything else but teeth at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what, what a great thing, though, to be able to, to re-record a, a fantastic song with, with, I'm guessing, with the cast from We Were Rocky in Spain. And then have Brian add, add his bits to something you've created as well. It must be absolutely um, one of those pinch yourself moments where you, you're sort of dreaming. It was. And when the album was finished, I sent, I sent him an email. It's like, now I'm quite well used to email Brian every now and then, every two or three weeks or so, talk about whatever stuff. But back to the, that day, it was quite a moment to drop a line to the guy and say, hey, here it goes, your CD copy, hope you like it. It's like, please, I hope you like it. And he sent the email back, say, hey man, I love the tone and everything. What guitar did you use for the, for the 
record. Ah, I use one of your bones guitars. Oh, I could be great. We are uh, releasing my, my own company, Brian Bay Guitars. Could be great. I will put you in contact with Barry Morehouse. It could be great to, to be involved. And I send that email to Barry and Barry say, hey, if Brian loves you, we love you. Uh, basically, they offer me to, to treat me as a, we will rock you show myself. It's like, okay, the same uh, conditions, the same working together, the same exposure and everything, like a, of a we will rock you show. But for every like project that I was involved with, I was on tour when a Queen tribute in that years at the same time that I was doing We Were Rock You. I have a I had a couple of understudies myself. So uh, I, I I was on tour using the guitars and I was like a touring We Were Rock You uh, artist and it was great because it I think that it was like Brian and suddenly it was that. This guy from Spain that nobody knows about, and these guys on the website, who is this guy? And it was like, wow, oh, something's happening here. So that, and that's when you became like a BMG artist, and they, yeah, <clears throat> they started to look after you. I would say that was uh, 2007, something like that, very early for the, the yeah, the, the Burns BMG transition, or something like that. I think that I was in the the very middle of that. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> sorry, it's very early on in in that, and it's um again what an honor to be picked to to be the face of BMG. Well, not the face because obviously that's one Brian's of, one face, of the but one, one of, of the, the faces of Brian. Faces. Yeah, a face in the crowd, and then I got yeah. my baby blue BMG uh, that they sent me for a musical show that I was doing about the water in two thousand and eight. Uh, that was fantastic because it, it was a little different from the Bonds one. Uh, but it served me well for 12 years and suddenly I decided to mod it and put all the stuff in and made it unreal because it's amazing. <laughs> so what have you had done to it, Danny, for anyone that doesn't know or hasn't seen pictures of it on Facebook recently? Uh, to the Baby Blue, I added all the original hardware by the Cybershop and Air Ice Conversions. Uh, I added the Yonder Bosque Silver Game uh, prototype set, all in gold, all in gold. And all the little details like the locking tuner with the pellet yep. tips, all the good stuff, all the good stuff, like all the, all the little details. But the, the, the guitar itself was very good. I'm very well used to that thin neck. It, to me, it's like um, Ivan's wizard neck compared with, to the original big, big chunky neck it's like you can fly there. So, yeah, you oh, I lost my way. Have you ever, I'm going to ask you, have you ever played the original Red Special? No, sir. I, I touched it, the original, but I never yeah. actually played. played it. We'll the, good thing, if... the, the good thing is that in Spanish to uh, to touch and to play is the same word. So like if you were asking me this in Spanish, I would say, yeah, yes. I, I touch. In Spanish is tocar. So tocar means play and tocar means to touch. touch. It's the same word for both. But the thing is that Brian came with Pete, with the guitar, uh, and we all were like around. It was like, oh my God, and it was like, <laughs> and that, that was it that was my sorry but i'm positive about i don't know this year next year somewhere in time i will have that chance 
from you then? I'm sure with the power of the Red Special community and the power of yourself and the Red Special Guitar Podcast behind you, I'm sure we'll make that dream come true at some point. I at some so. point. No, definitely. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if... Um, I know it came to one of the meetups one year and um, I'm not saying I know that it's going to come to one because we never expect it to, but I'm sure at some point in the future, if we're um, very lucky it might make an appearance again or we you know you never know do you you never know as soon as i can like travel regularly again well uh, i have my office in london so i, I tend to to travel quite regularly and uh i would love to to go to one of the red special meetups and to meet you all in the flesh even yep. in the uk or the us uh, i would love to i would love to You'd be most welcome to come along and you'd, <laughs> you'd be surrounded by like-minded individuals. <laughs> but what's interesting, though, is you've got obviously like yourself, who is a very accomplished player and um, has done the dream, really. You've ended up playing guitar not only professionally, but ended up playing in We Will Rock You and becoming a BMG artist and using the real deal and working with the right people. But in the community, we've got people that are also players. We've got people that are builders, people that just really love Queen and yeah. Brian May. And what's lovely is that all of these different people interact and get on so harmoniously. Um, oh, man. Because I, we're all, I love it. It's, it's very special. And I don't know, I follow some other guitar players, not as much as Brian and some other guitars, but... Um, there isn't another community like ours where everyone is so friendly and helpful, no matter what your background is or experience. And yeah. you know, you've got yourself giving advice um, freely and other players giving advice and people that have researched Brian's original rig from back in the 70s, telling you all about it. And, you know, it's just, I think the other day someone offered, was asking if someone could borrow a treble booster and within yeah, 10 minutes, like, he had so many offers of treble boosters to and where else would you find that most people be like i'm not sending you a treble booster you might steal it but in our <laughs> in our home it's it's not the way is it it's we're really no, i love it it's like well i'm a nerd first thing i'm a, I'm a nerd it's like i i i don't know maybe it was luck it was a the chance and i took my opportunity and did the best i could but first thing i'm a nerd it's like since i got pinch for the red special uh when i had the chance to play the real deal doing the the, the gig and the we will rock you to play to play the thing a full volume and a full theater and everything it was like oh my god i decided okay i want to commit myself to this stuff i want to be involved with this stuff i was doing all the session work but this is the real deal this is my music this is my guitar and i want to be in, involved with the, the people that love the thing as much as I do, it's like morning stuff with the teeth. Like you check the red special forum. Maybe maybe there's something <laughs> interesting. Maybe there's a new Diki component found in an old radio in South Africa, wherever. It's like, oh my god, love this stuff. Like there are many of bad news in the world right now. You need some good stuff, like the friendly people talking about good things. Oh, there's a new travel booster to try. I want to acquire that immediately. Like there's a new booster, I'm a booster nerd. Or, or it gave me the chance, for instance, to talk deeply with, with, with Nigel, for example. And we are, I will be receiving my custom Danny Gomez 
AC30 soon. So it's like, what happened here? Like, he's a guy in the forum. It's like, he's the man, but he's a guy in the forum. You can talk, you can send a private message. Hey, man, hey, man, how are you? Yep. No, it's great. We're so well connected to, to the likes of um, Nigel as well. And Nigel is himself a fantastic chap. He has yep. time for everyone. Uh, his knowledge is immense and he's got a very dry sense of humour. But when you meet him, you uh, realise that he's lovely. And he's he's a devout forum meetup attendee. He's been coming to the meetups for nearly as that, long that as they've fantastic. been going on. It's like, uh, this, is a, this is a good story. It's like, uh, last year, the first time that I contacted him by email, it's like, hey, Nigel, I'm thinking about, I need a, like a big man amp. I don't use AMP, as you know. I, I never yep. use AMP. I use my TAE preamp, and I'm a happy TAE user. Uh, but it was like, I have a big studio, I have some space, and 95% of what my clients ask me to play and record for their production is Brian May stuff. It's like, okay, we need some Brian May magic, but we cannot access to Brian May, so we need this thing, the magic thing. Uh, so 99% of my gear is brand made related uh, and it's like okay I have different well I work at Orange Amplifiers uh, so I have a big bunch of Orange Amps but I needed one of Brian Amps in case I need the volume in case I I don't know next year there's a planning European tour that probably would require an amp so Let's get the proper amp. So I sent Nigel an email, a gentleman. We, he helped me immensely. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. And some weeks ago, he sent me the amp. He actually sent me the amp and the courier made a mess. So the amp arrived today back to Nigel. <laughs> oh, Danny. Yeah, post-Brexit magic. It was a fantastic uh, trip. So... <laughs> The thing is that the, the amp will be coming back tomorrow. Uh, but the thing is that during this week, I had a chance to email Nigel pretty every day. And he never lose his temper. Absolutely fantastic. He helped me a lot. And I asked him tons of questions like, well, would you mind to connect? Would you mind to connect by yourself? He's a superstar. He's the man. So he could say, hey, man, you have a problem. I send you the amp. I did you, I made you the amp, you paid the amp, now it's your problem. Enjoy it. But no, he was like, he was fantastic. Okay, let's try to connect. Okay, let's try this other way. Okay, I will receive the amp. I will check that the amp is not destroyed on these first two trips and I will send the amp back. So he helped <laughs> immensely. And it's like, the thing is that, again, if the guy could be a superstar. And it was yep. like dealing with you is like, you send me a sub, and it was the same kind of relationships. Like, hey man, hey man, how are you? Okay, this is your tracking number. Okay, thank you very much. Here goes the payball. Okay, lovely, thank you. And I love this sub. You can talk with, with Nigel, and you can talk with you, or you can talk with Thomas, or Merlin, or whoever. And everyone is the same. It's like, we're, we're all matter. there for, for the love of Brian May and his homemade guitar, aren't we? That's ultimately hey, what. Exactly. It's like you're seeing the feed of the group and at the end of the day, you don't know if that guy is a professional guitar player or is a rock god 
or is an accountant or is a dentist. It's the same because when we are there, we are all the same. We're talking about stuff that we love and you only see an avatar or a picture or some video of playing, but you, you don't know the background of the guy. You don't know what he's doing to paying the bills. It's like, this guy knows something about the tiki amp. I, I want to know more about this stuff. It doesn't matter if it's a fucking dentist or, or, or a police officer or a prime minister. It doesn't matter to me. No, and everyone's so welcoming and you can ask anyone any question and people will get back to you and there's no, it doesn't matter who you are, you're treated the same with respect. And um, exactly. people post up videos of themselves playing guitar, which is fantastic. And people ask for advice and you've got people like yourself will comment saying, well, you might want to try this or have a look at this. And then, yeah, exactly. you know, we've seen people like Merlin who has improved I don't know how much you can put into words how much Merlin has improved in the last 12 months, but he's a fantastic he's doing, little player now. He's doing very well. Exactly. It's like, uh, to be honest, I never felt myself like playing until probably last year. So I, I, I was playing. I was doing my job and preparing uh, songs for tours or whatever. I never thought to to fill myself like, hey, if, hey, look, I can play this stuff. I'm not interested in that stuff at all. Uh, my, my point of view is more that, uh, look, I can play this stuff and you can play that too. I, can, I will play that slow and that way you can learn something valuable that I haven't the chance back to the day to have like a tutorial with a guy, an actual guy talking to me and showing me very slow how to play this stuff. So it was that was my approach. And I think that I did the first time for the red special for like, okay, I will do a video playing something that I think that is valuable. And if anyone thinks that is valuable to on uh, once on a slow down version or whatever, just let me know. And I will do that uh, for free. He's like, I want to help. And that and gave that me the, the idea of the Royal Way like lessons to to help yep. people that is basically outside the red special forum there's a there's a people that are out of our club that wanted to know that but we, they're not in all clubs so it's like okay i will i will upload videos and lessons and everything to my website and you can access to that and if you need uh one-to-one -one feedback as we have on, at, the, at the red special forum uh, or you need a personalized video as we have at the respect form, you, you can access to that. Or even you need one-to-one -one lessons and okay, I can offer you that. But the, the, the seed of all that was the red special forum. It's like, okay, I want to show you how, how I play this. It doesn't matter if I play well or bad, I'm doing well or wrong, it's my approach or whatever. I will play you this. If you like it and you want it slower, I can do that tomorrow or in five minutes, or I don't know, I can, whatever, I, I want to help. Sometimes I'm studying even other styles like Inve Malsin or whatever. I do a quick videos like here, the students like, guys, if you want to improve your technique or whatever, check this out. It's very helpful, Danny. And it's, um, you, so last year, wasn't it, you set up the Royal Way so that people yep. could come and join you and have lessons personally with you um properly officially bona fide stamp danny gomez seal of approval 
I never thought about that, that I was, that I could have a seal of, of, of approval. But <laughs> what I can for is, is my experience. It's like, yeah. I have more experience as a player than as a teacher, it's like, because I never received lessons. I know a, a lot of amazing players that had the chance to access lessons and I absolutely imbibe that opportunity. But if you want to learn how to play this stuff, I, I will show you how to play Sweet Child of Mine or ba Ballerina or whatever. I, no, I can show you how to play these because I've been doing these for a long, long time. And I came to my own parts to deliver an emotion. It's like uh, I put together a lesson about how to play uh, Keep Yourself Alive solo. And it's like, I know that it's not exactly the solo, but the original solo has a lot of multi-track things come in and go and counterpoint parts and everything. So it's like, okay, here, here's the solo. If you need to play this solo solo, uh, you can bring all the little things together. And this is something that I did to myself. It's like, okay, I need to play this thing live. Uh, Brian, back to the seventies, uses the Echoplex and created some kind of atmosphere, but on the record, that is what I love the most. I always tend to gravitate around the, the album versions. Uh, there's two or three different tracks like coming and go. Uh, so I did my homework. My homework was to figure out how to play this thing and bring the emotion of the original to the people. It's like, I'm, I won't be doing like a, a version. No, no, no. It's like, I want you to feel that you're listening to the album at home with your headphones and you're 15 years old again. So this is my mission. It is what I, what, what I try to share with the community at the Red Special Forum or at the community at the Royal Way uh, platform or whatever. This is me trying to like keep the flame. It's, it's just that, keep the flame. And what's, what's the best way to find the Royal Way, Danny? Is it www.theroyalway.com? No, well, it, it's easier than that. You can find dannygomez.net and you click the academy section. It's well explained and it's obviously, it's, a, it's very cheap. The, the idea is not, anything is about the money with me. It's like, I want to give easy access to a good platform forever. It's like you have the, all the info forever to easy videos, easy to me to produce. That way you can keep that absolutely uber cheap cost. Uh, because I can do them with my mobile phone anywhere in the world. So it's like it, it started at the pandemic times, but later this year, and for sure the next one, I will be on tour all over the world. So yeah. it's like uh, I, I needed something that I could deliver one, 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 two videos per week anywhere in the world. It's like, okay, I'm in a sound check or I'm in a dressing room. I can deliver uh, uh, some content. So that was the idea. So you go to uh, dannygomez.net, you click the academy section, you have more info that you can check about all things in my life. Uh, but you can click the academy and you have access to different programs. It's like you have the, the Prince one, and if you enroll the Prince one, you can have access to the videos. If you enroll to the King one, uh, you can access to the videos and you can get uh, personal feedback from me. It's like, okay, hey man, I don't know how to play this stuff because uh, I don't believe in taps. 
I, I, and sometimes even I don't believe in like written music to communicate this feeling. It's like, because when you're used to look the top or to look the written music, you're it's like, you're like a like, little bit like a donkey. It's like you you're have blinkered. this thing. Yeah, you need to go this way. And you always have to check it out. And my goal is to teach you how to play, like to have your best friend in the room, show you how to play that stuff. And when your friend is out, you can keep that stuff because that stuff is you forever. That is the way that I learned. This is the royal way. They could be the real way uh, to learn. Uh, you, you can enroll the queen tier that involves one uh, hour, one-to-one lesson uh, uh, weekly. That is for the people that need this kind of interaction every now and then to keep things like interesting and it's good too. So we have three programs to three different levels. Uh, especially about the time that I can save for every student. Like I couldn't attend 40 queen students. I, I, I'm good keeping one, two every day uh, because I, I only can book one, two hours every day to yep. do one-to-one lessons. Because I, so I, I don't have more time. We'll, we'll put some links in the podcast description and on YouTube. So if you're listening to this and you want to check it out, you can at least go and check it out. And hopefully Danny gets some some extra people, but not too many. So he's not too busy pulling his hair <laughs> just out. The, just the right ones. Yeah. <laughs> so you're an artist for Brian May Guitars and around 2007. And you you're off touring with a tribute band around that sort of time. And then, and then where do you go from there, Danny? What's, what's, what's the gap from 2007 to now? What, what have you been up to? Cause I know there's been well, a few things. Since then to now, I focused for three, four years in other stuff. I started to work as a musical director for some radio stations and, and record companies in, in Spain where I'm regularly based. Uh, so I started doing a lot of session work after all my musical uh, years. So I did uh, three, four musicals in a row after We Will Rock You. So I was like out of the Queen Raider in a way. I was like obviously connected with Brian. I had my Brian guitars. I played some tribute acts here, there, and everywhere occasionally. But it was like out of the Queen Raider. I was doing other things like playing covers for radio stations or playing with artists that needed a band or a musical director doing their originals or whatever. Um, in 2012, I met my wife, my now wife, and we started our own company, Toxic Prod. And we brought um, the A Night at the Opera concept that was like, the ultimate queen like concept to me was like, okay, this will be the album. You, you can come and see us and this is the album. Uh, the, the goal was to offer for the first time live, the chance of being like, oh, feeling the album, all the little de- detailed parts and everything I created to my, uh, uh, to my yeah, it was my impression of, of the best uh, recorded tracks ever for the show. It was like I, I duplicated every concept, every detail to have the, like the backing track 
was amazing. Top musicians uh, and the right tracks. We recorded all the chorus, all the backing vocals, all the baking guitar tracks and everything. So it was like a labor of love. And we were uh, touring with that until, well, until our singer was hired uh, by Richie Blackmore, basically. <laughs> and yeah, Ronnie Romero, I love that guy. And, and the thing was, uh, we occasionally do it uh, when we can. It's like, it's a matter of agenda. His agenda, my agenda, uh, but if there's a chance, uh, we, we try to do that thing that and I to the opera staff. We even brought uh, Chris Allen from the UK to one of the biggest shows that we did here. And we've been collaborating with the Mercury Phoenix Trust for 14 years. Uh, I think that we did some of the biggest shows like to, to, for the benefit of the, of the Mercury Phoenix Trust. I, I remember one that we donated around 40,000 euros uh, to the Mercury it was a big one, like a big square in Madrid. It was like to be queen for a day. It was like a huge, huge. Uh, so I was very focused in the in these um, and I the opera project. And at the same time, I started building my own studio here and doing remote sessions and everything. And with that, uh, Brian May-esque concept for session works like okay you know me you know that I love this stuff if you know me you know that I have the right gear every little de detail box of six pences and optimus strings and whatever your client wants uh, for his song or album or whatever if you need some kind of magic for your tracks I'm the B plan it's like if the A plan is busy I am the B plan so it was like my commitment and is what I've been doing for, for quite a long time. Aside that, aside the playing, just playing stuff, I started working as consultant for companies, uh, musical instrument related companies. Uh, one of the top ones, I would say that's Orange Amplifiers in the UK. Yep. And developing product like the TAE preamp that you all know and the Omec Teleport audio interface yep. that I licensed to Orange and we released like three years ago was a big hit. Even Brian has one. <laughs> and a couple of TAE preamps, yeah, I think. Uh, and I've been doing like, I'm going in and out of the Queen radar for two or three years being absolutely busy. But since a couple of years, I decided, well, you know what? Life is short. Play the stuff you want. And if you want to play that stuff, be the best you can, the best any possible. Uh, and study every day and come back to, to the music that you love the most. It's like uh, you can spend, I don't know, two hours practicing your tapping. Or it's like, yeah, you know what? I know that there's a little section in a can of magic that I can learn and squeeze it all and get an amazing learning adventure to me and now to my students. So you've been working very hard then on making sure that your chops are even better than they were <laughs> back in 2003, 2008. I work very hard, especially knowing that uh, probably later this year, I will be back in the We Will Rock You show. I don't yeah. know if I will be 
every day there, but the goal is to be like unveiling the thing and playing every now and then. And there are a couple of good, good proposals for uh, the next year. I want it to be in a good shape. And yeah. as mentioned, I, I, I have uh, 42 years and I started to feel a little bit old. So like, I want to, I want to feel fresh. I want to feel uh, in a good shape, mentally, physically, and musically. Well, you, you're definitely setting yourself up very well, Danny, um, with your kit that you now are using and you received another new Red Special guitar recently all the way yeah. from Japan. Tell us a little bit about Oof. that. That's a good one. Like, that's a good story. Uh, when I started at the We Will Rock You, I was brave enough to send an email to Kathy Taka and say, hey, I saw your guitar. Imagine that it was like, 18 years ago, something like that, the very first case yeah. guitar, I sent I the guy an email. I say, hey, you don't know me, but sometime in the future, I will have that guitar. Obviously, I don't have the money right now, but someday in the future, I will have that guitar. That, was, that guitar was the pro model, the original pro model. I say, well, it's good to be in contact. Well, he's super polite, you know. Super cool to be in contact. Thank you very much. And like three, four, five years later, they released the Brian May Super. And as one of the Brian May guitars artists, I got one. I paid artist price, but I got one. It was amazing. I love the guitar. But back to the day, I wanted a relic guitar. I really wanted a relic guitar. So that I, I sold that super and I got the back to the light really guitar for uh, red special custom guitars in Nashville. Uh, it was like 2008. That was amazing guitar. It was really guitar uh, at the back to the light era with all the details. It was amazing. But it was, yeah, but I have something pending. And I used every possible replica. I have pretty every possible replica. But I always had that little thing with KZ guitars because I love the guy and I, I promised to myself I, I need to have this guitar. And years passed and like five years ago I got an email from them saying we will be at the NAM show in LA and we will be unveiling a new model that was the KZ1 that is some kind of hybrid. I don't know if you know the model but it's some kind of yeah. hybrid like a Les Paul double cal with a Kaler and uh, Bernstrey Sonic pickups. So, well, they say, we want you to do the demo work at the NAM show in LA. And I say, okay, I will be there anyway, because I have to be there with working with Orange. And I say, okay, well, we want to pay you uh, with a KZ1 model custom unit for you. It was like, okay, it's not the red special, but we are almost there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that and said, okay, well, you know, I will be scaling up that mountain and getting every model that they produce until I get the pro that is now the replica model. And exactly what I did. So I got the hybrid, red special hybrid. I got the classic that it, there it was basically the same thing than my old Superbike with no locker fretboard. Yep. 
And I got the replica. That is amazing. Amazing. It's, it's top level Japanese craftsmanship. And I love it. It's like I've been using the guitar for a long, long time. Even being a brand made guitar artist, like I'm over the moon with brand made team. And now that I could modify the baby blue, I'm using it a lot, both uh, in the studio for lessons or everything. Uh, but I always want to have at least one case of guitars because as mentioned, I love the family, I love the guys. Uh, and they have something special. And the collection will be growing. It's like, I should be receiving a carpentry one very soon. Uh, there's plan in a couple of years for an Andrew Guyton one. So I will, I will keep, I will keep the, the, the path. It's like, okay, you try the thing, change some things, sounds better. And I'm a geek, I, I, I told you that. It's like, yeah. and I, don't, I don't have guitars with names. It's like, to me, it's a tool. It's an amazing tool. And now I have an amazing Japanese knife could my fish. So it's an amazing tool, but if I need another thing, I will get the other thing and I will be improving, improving, improving. You've never thought about building your own then yet, Danny? I would love to, but I'm terrible with, with working with my hands, believe it or not. Like I can only play the guitar. It's like, whatever. Oh, I'm horrible. It's like, I cannot do any like house stuff. It's like, <laughs> I'm horrible. I can cut my. I, I'm sure that I could, could chop my hand off, like trying to make a guitar myself. <laughs> I'm sure you're just saying that in case your wife's listening and she asks you to put a shelf <laughs> up or do the dishes. I'm horrible. It's like <laughs> I literally. I, I have no tools. I have no idea. It's just like I have no space. The good space that I could have, like for a uh, workshop here, I've put the studio here. It's like. I'm not interested. I prefer to pay someone professional to do the stuff both at home or to build a guitar or whatever. It's like, it's not, as mentioned, it's not a matter of money. It's like, good things, well done, one, one time. Yep, no, definitely. I mean, it's, 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 everyone's on their own path with the Red Special as well, I think, and that's what's really interesting with, with the guitar is, which we mentioned earlier, is you can be interested in it for so many different elements. And that's why the mm -hmm. forum's so great because you've got great players, great builders, the guys that know the history of the actual guitar and when the tuner was snapped and it broke and Brian changed it and yeah. what lead he was using for Starlix compared to what lead he used three weeks before and how the mics were set up and you know it's such a, a rich, a rich community fantastic. of people. Like, uh, like six months ago. Uh, I had a, an email chat with Brian about uh, translating the, the Red Special book to Spanish for Spain and Latin America. And we are still uh, uh, looking for the right publisher to do that, but give me, gave me the chance to give the, the, that Simon's book a, a second look and I got the updated version and everything. And Wow, man, it was amazing to check all that stuff, all that information and pictures and everything. It's like, I really admire, obviously, Brian, but I really admire Simon for putting that together that well, mate. Like, there's a lot of info there, and he's on my studio every day around. It's like, okay, I have five minutes. Wow, look at this. Look at this. This, this, this screw, this gold screw looks fantastic, mate. <laughs> 
It always amazes me because we're looking at it now as a complete guitar and it's in many respects it's not easy to replicate and I'm not saying it's easy to replicate but copying something co copying a thing that exists is easier than creating a brand new thing yeah and because because it's there and it's like playing music or playing queen songs that that track exists and you can listen to it and listen to it you can improve and improve and improve and get yourself to play and sound better um but brian and harold not only invented this thing out of nothing and scraps because they didn't have any money um it turned out to be one of if not the most or the best guitar in the world and it's still being used today and now all of us are inspired to play queen songs and build them and use them and pour over oh. the details of the choices they made back in the 60s exactly. over no 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 it's not just a series of, of fortunate accidents. Is 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 I don't know. Is it's, it's amazing. It's like two guys with zero experiences building uh, guitars that they came that something at the first attempt something incredible. It's like incredible. And now that I can spend my days with this kind of guitar, it's like. Man, it sounds great. You, it's uber interactive with a very uh, basic rigs. Like you know how my rig is. It's four pedals and yeah. a good guitar. Give me a good guitar and four pedals, and that's it. <laughs> and that's yeah, no, it. and like, that's, that that's the other thing. Well, that's the other great thing about him is if you're picking a guitar player to want to sound like an emulate and has such a big, great sound, you pick up a Burns or a BMG guitar with trisonic pickups, a treble booster into either a digital modeling system or into an AT30. And you've got Brian May's tone pretty much nailed there without needing to buy too much more. And you can focus on, on the playing. Whereas lots of other players you look at, um, who can I pick? Eric Johnson, great guitar player, love him, brilliant. Yeah, but how many pedals does he have? $10,000 a year. Yeah, just just to even attempt to sound like him, and you still won't. But Brian's is so straightforward, and it's what's great since they've been making the BMG guitars is how affordable it is now to get hold of this kit. Because I remember when I first found all this stuff out, there was BMGs were coming out, but other than that, it was a Guild, which would have been secondhand, which would have been a couple of grand back then, back in the early two thousands, and yeah. you just there was no chance you were ever going to get it but now you can go online you can buy the guitar you can buy the treble booster and an ac30 well, first, and you're there the first time i met a red special not the red special but a red special in the flesh uh it was uh we did a trip to italy uh at the end of my high school yeah, middle of my high school uh, uh, years, high school. I'm that old. Uh, so we went to to Rome, went to Milan, and in Florence, in front of the gallery of the Academia, where the David sculpture is, there was a music show with a guild in the front. It was like people were like Michelangelo, David was there. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> first time it was, oh, I never it, it, 
I, I didn't even attempt to go in and try to play that stuff because I was looking like, like yeah, I, like a tourist. They were there. You haven't any money. <laughs> no, it won't. It won't happen. It was a Wayne's World moment. Uh, yeah. But it was like, ooh, th there's a real guitar that you can purchase and you can have access to that. So I, I think that that, that friend of mine, Roberto, uh, and I got some photocopies of, of an, an article of that actual guitar and I still have them. It's like, <sighs> so when you, when you think that you have done, that you got it, you all, you can take that thing. It's like, yeah, well, there, there was a young guy, young guy that wanted to, to get this guitar and you did it. Yeah. You work hard or you had luck and you used your opportunity or whatever. But there was a kid in Florence seeing that guitar and the only thing that he could get was a couple of photocopies of an article. And now you, we're talking about an amazing guitar that, that costs more than a medium level car. Yep, no, it's, I mean, and, and that's the great thing as well, Danny, because at the moment on the forum, we've got a few youngsters joined us and some of them are going through the same things that we went through, I think, because all of our paths seem quite similar. Exactly. And um, exactly. they're asking, oh, I'm never going to be able to afford this. I'm never going to be able to do this. And I'm only 17 and I, but if you, you guys out there, if you're listening, if you work hard and you pick up any guitar and you learn learn your music and you keep working hard at it, in time, you'll earn the money to upgrade your kit and equipment. And you'll find that, yeah. that when you do that, you'll not only be a better player, but you'll also enjoy it more because you've earned it and you're kind of living your own dream then. It's, it's, it's so hard on those posts, though, not to go, well, young man, I was in exactly the same boat as you. 20 years ago. <laughs> no, but, but, it's, but it's true. And it's something good that you mentioned is that you don't need to spend a, a ton of money to get oh. and a good approximation. So it's like, okay, there's a software version. I will keep the software and I will invest in the guitar or in the travel booster or the stuff that you can feel like strap. I don't know what the cable or whatever, or a good bag of six pences or whatever. But I have the software or I have in my, in my, case I have the TAE that that allows me to play good very good tone in something in a portable pedals or whatever so I I spend the money in good treble boosters and good guitars and good things and occasionally like for the first time ever it's like okay I will get a proper big man amp but this once in a lifetime I I don't think that I will be having like many real amps. I want to have one we want, and that's it. Go I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that now and call my AC30 my big man amp from now on. <laughs> I, I really like that, that idea. <laughs> big man, big amp. man amp. Yeah, big man amp. The thing is that I even uh, contacted the guy that made the actual cabinet because uh, Nigel offered me to build the amp from scratch. Every screw, every good work and everything has been done custom for this unit. So we're not modding uh, TVX or whatever, everything. Even the bands are uh, by Nigel's. Uh, it was a, quite an adventure. So I, I located the guy that did the cabinet and I ordered some 
uh, AC30 fronts to decorate my studio because there won't be more amps. It's like, if yeah. you want to have the three AC30s front, I will, yeah, I order three like thin uh, fronts to put on the wall. So you, it's like, okay, <laughs> you, you have the feeling that you don't yeah. spend <laughs> three big man amps. Ideal. Well, that's a good idea, actually. I hadn't thought of that. Maybe I need that's to get some behind me. Yeah, well, it's good. I, I've gone through gear and, and uh, yeah, no, no, let's not talk about my gear story because we haven't got enough time. But um, we mentioned um, software and I think you were involved with Amplitude a little bit as well, weren't you? And the... Well, the thing is that uh, through my work at Orange Amplifier, I had a very good contact with, with IK Multimedia because there's an... Uh, uh, amplitude orange uh, gallery of amps and everything. So when they started to develop the amplitude, uh, Brian May, they mentioned it's like, okay, we shouldn't, but we're doing some some stuff. Uh, it was fantastic. I loved the idea, and they gave gave me early access to the software. I tried, and it was great because Jamie Humphreys was like uh, programming some amazing. Uh, presets and everything. So I was quite excited. And I knew the guy that did the release video uh, on the website, on the YouTube, that is Giacomo Castellano. Uh, he's a good friend of mine too. So it was like, oh, this thing sounds very, very well. So I decided, okay, I want to be even more involved. I created some presets from the previous version, created some presets for the, the, the mobile version and everything. And they, well, they came with ideas. Uh, you will be uh, at the NAM show working with Orange. Well, I will be there, yeah, working with Orange and some more brands. And I knew the brand my guitars will be there, and Barry was there. And say, well, you know, Danny, it could be great if you could like unveil the amplitude brand made at NAM, both the mobile version and the and the desktop version. Say okay, but if we if we would be doing that, I will use my own audio interface, the Omic Teleport, and I will uh, use a brand my guitar. I don't know. I, I think that I use a Frank one day and whatever auto brand my guitar the other day, and it was fantastic. And since then, I've been involved with the Amplitude Five, and there are plans to do more stuff. And as I uh, mentioned on the forum. I'm discussing with them like an official Red Special Forum preset package. Uh, yeah. That I think that could be fantastic to help people that don't know where to start with. It's like, okay, no, different eras, like this is the 70s present, this is the 80s present, this is the 90s present, this is the, the real good harmonizer that you need. This is the, I don't know, the Chinese sorcerer preset or whatever that we came with. Uh, the the idea that I that I want to bring to the community is like okay let's create something together to be labeled as red special forum preset package that you can yeah. uh, download and you can be a, a red special forum member for a day it's like you you get the yeah. thing and you know what we're talking about it's like if we're yeah. talking about the 70s stuff you will get the phaser but we all can test the preset before it's released. It's like if someone wants to change anything or whatever, we can come together as a community to the final version of the preset. It's like, okay, 
are we all satisfied with this? Yes, yes, yes. Well, maybe we're okay, change. <laughs> oh, uh, today there was a good conversation about the chorus. Okay, if we want, if we want the chorus, it could be great to have like a uh, wet, dry situation when you have an amp with all the chorus and like the real deal. Okay, noted. Yeah. And I think it could be great to have, I don't know, we don't, we don't need like many presets, but if we can create together, uh, supervise it, uh, like five good presets to say, hey, this is the this is the best amplitude make can sound for any purpose. It's like it's not about the song. It's not about the part of the song. It's not about the part of the song of the It's like amazing '70s song. Click. Okay, you got it. Amazing yep. uh, one vision '80s song. You got it. But you can use it for a hammer to fall. You can use it for, is that that concept of the 80s, the concept of the 90s, the concept of whatever. And I think that could be something cool to do together and try the stuff, uh, upload the presets to a shared like Google Drive folder as I did with my Amplitude 5 presets and yep. enjoy it. Definitely. Well, a fantastic thing as well if, if we can actually get the forum members involved in in that because we are all the um <laughs> the world's best critics of yeah, the yeah, queen exactly. sound and brian may sound because you you've got guys there that have been we that have listened to this stuff and it's been their life for i don't know how long maybe not on a professional level like yourself they might be a, a dentist or a doctor or a, a lawyer or whatever but in their own time what they spend time is listening to queen songs and brian may and, and tracking down his gear and i think sometimes there's a feeling that maybe there's a trick missed by bmg by not asking the forum for feedback on new products and, and equipment that if they did involve the forum a little bit that they might actually make a better decision or a better pit guard screw placement or some little tweaks what? they could make and what you're doing is is making that a reality by actually coming to us hopefully and asking us for our input to make something better for everyone, which, which exactly, is fantastic. Right. Let's use this opportunity to show the Brian May related companies. It's not just Brian May Guitars or Amplitude or whoever, it's like uh, whoever that is releasing something officially is like, ask us, we are here to help. It's not, again, it's not a matter of money. It's a matter of spreading the word, yeah. to keep the flame and deliver the best experience possible to, to everyone, to, to these young uh, kids, the John Danny uh, is like, okay, uh, get the best sound as cheap as you can, and you can yep. spend uh, good money on a good guitar. Otherwise, it's like, I need a guitar, I need a cable, I need the amp, I need it because I need to replicate everything. Uh, I'm, I'm, as usual, I'm here to help. It's like, it's part of what I do with companies to, to provide consultancy services. It's basically what I'm doing with Icon Multimedia. Like, okay, let me be your advisor and let me help to arrange something with the right people. I'm not saying that I'm the right people, but I know the right people because yeah. I, can, I can play 99.99% of the Queen repertoire effortlessly because I invested the, me, my time in this. But I know people that couldn't, that can't play that or not, that know a lot more about the gear, 
the, the, the correct way of connecting everything. I'm used to have my own text. So I don't need to change my strings. I don't know what is the way, the best way to change a string because I invest my time playing the guitar. I'm not worried about the technical stuff. I'm not worried about to change tubes. It's like, I don't have a, a big, big man amp. I have the, the orange shoulder. With me, but I don't need to change tubes. You've already said you're not very good with your hands apart from playing guitar. So uh, <laughs> good, good play, luck with I the new. Guitar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I play the guitar with a four pedal pedal board. And that's yeah. what, that is what I do. And, and I'm happy with that. So, uh, I, but, I, but I know how big musical instrument related companies work. So it's like, it's better to say, hey, I know something that you could use to understand better your customers or your community yep. or whatever. And in this case, maybe if we were the Mastodon fan club, I would say, okay, this is something orange or for Gibson, but we're the red special forum. So it's like, ask, ask us first. We're here to yeah, help. Definitely. I don't think anyone ever would go out of their way to, to give anyone the wrong advice either or put, put a company yeah, down the wrong path because we all, we all want we all want the best for the equipment as well for our, not just for ourselves but for the youngsters of today so they've got accessibility to it and you know that's really what the forum is built on is is that community of people with friends of people with the same interest connected by brian's guitar and brian all over the world and what a lovely place it is to run away to when the world is rubbish as it has been for the last 12 months because you can go and hang out with your mates and talk geeky brian may to people that under to people that understand because i know my wife doesn't and uh... <laughs> yeah exactly yeah today uh, i got to the post office to 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 get another uh trisonic set it was like you have more pickups than guitars it's like five pickup sets and four, four guitars. It's like, where is the deal? No, I will be testing this set to give feedback to whoever. And I will later I will replay that. Yeah. Make no they just don't understand, do they? But in, in our world, it's, it's completely legitimate and a good thing to do. And it's helping people out yeah. by giving them feedback. Yeah. But it only happens to me with the Red Special related stuff because when I use any other guitar, they come perfect from the factory. It's like, okay, you use a Strandberg guitar or you use, I don't know, I have a couple of Van Halen guitars and everything, and they're perfect. It's like, perfect. You don't need to change anything. But with the Red Specialist, like, well, that new John Derbosk pickup, I need to try that stuff. And what Martha was saying, when you, you just receive a guitar that is around, I don't know, 8.5K, and you need to check the, the pickups. It makes no sense. No, but I will only I will I will only try. But you mentioned that were that were Addison, that were the very best pickups. That the white coffee tag among you, that pickups of your guitar. Yeah, but me, but I read that Peter mentioned that the John DeVos on the KZ made a difference. So I will try maybe just for a week. No, it's it's I mean it, and I think what, what's hard for people that don't understand all this is that because Brian built the guitar himself and it wasn't produced on a production line and it wasn't, he didn't just 
you couldn't buy Burns Trisonic pickups back in the day, and you you can't buy them now. You can't buy the original made pickups. I'm not going to disrespect someone like Fender, but they make the pickups in a very similar way as they used to back in the 50s, and they can exactly. very much recreate that that pickup set now in a modern way, um, having inspected those. But because the Red Special has the three pickups and Brian's done some work on them, and we don't really know, there's only a few people who probably actually know what he completely did. You can't just go to a shop and buy them yeah. because there's a little bit of secret sauce in there. It's not really a secret sauce, but there's a little bit of unknown in there. And um, yeah. all of the stuff isn't off. None of the guitar is off the shelf equipment, is it? You talked about um, your baby blue being modded by um, Woody at RS conversions with Ron Smith's Cybershop parts. And, you know, without Ron, we wouldn't have the parts that we have now so readily available 10 years ago. If you wanted parts for a red special, you talking, you had to go and speak to a machinist and design them yourself. Yeah. And, and, you, and you can see all red special replicas with the strange shape of bridges and everything, that, but yeah. it was the best thing that they had back to Yeah. No, so it's, and you know, it's, it's a constant evolution because Brian's guitar isn't built how a normal guitar would be at all. And it's, at all. it's a, it's a nightmare to build. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. You know, um, you know better than myself, but there, there are little details. And like the other day I had a good chat with Ron about little details. And he never noticed that the first blocks on the bridge had more intonation like, Slots. Slots. Um, I had the, no idea. It was like, oh my god! I never, I never checked out that thing. It was like, wow. If, if you if you look really closely, you can see that the bee had one as well. Yeah. He yeah, sent me pictures, but, and I say, wow. But it's it's moments like that where you um, where you've been looking at those photos for years, like you and I would have and you see something or someone points something out to you and you're like I've been staring at that photo for the last 15 years and I did not yeah. notice that exactly well all the, the dicky stories about the South African radio thing was like yeah. it was the best thread ever <gasps> yeah. no it's it's a it's a great place to go if, if you're interested in Queen and Brian May and inspired anyway by the by the guitar it's definitely worth checking out the forum on Facebook yeah. um and seeing what it's all about. And Danny, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you today. Thank Likewise. you so much for your time and your story. Um, I know you're a very busy man and um, I know you like to help out. And thank you so much for in agreeing to be part of the podcast. I'm sure we'll get you on again um, in a year or so when when you've done some other stuff. Um, we, yeah. can, we can talk about it. Of course, and I hope to, that we can do that in person at the meetup or being on tour. If I'm on tour close uh, to you, come and visit me. Take the the sound check or whatever we can do. We can do a podcast edition live in the stage. Yep, definitely. No, I'm I'm open to. I'd quite like to do a live podcast or a podcast recording at the meetup this year in the UK, which is. The second weekend in October, I think. I can't quite remember what the date is, but maybe I'll edit that to, in. I will try to be there. It's like if, if I'm allowed to travel on more or less freely, I will be there. Ideal. You're more than welcome to come, of course. We'd love to meet you and uh, shake you. Well, maybe bump elbows and uh, <laughs> buy, you a, buy you a beer and sit two meters apart at a table. But That's amazing. 
no it'd be, it'd be great to lovely thank you so much mate it's been great to talk to you as always and i'll speak to you again soon bye bye are you, you happy with that danny absolutely it's like it's so fun anything you've missed out or you think you wanted to add in or talk about no. or no, I think that it, it became super natural, that it was the idea and whatever you need me sending extra, like you need whatever to illustrate, uh, I can record some guitar or whatever. You let me know and I will do that. Would you be able to make yourself, um, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast properly, but I've got like a really naff intro I've made and then I talk a bit and then I do a a brief description of what's going to happen in the podcast and then I have like a fill section before I introduce the guest would you mind having a listen and making me like a five to ten second bit and then I'll credit you with the sure we've just listened we've just listened to his intro for himself <laughs> okay I love it yeah, send me, you don't mind, send me an email and I, yeah, I, yeah. I will do that tomorrow morning. Like, okay, I need 10 seconds uh, similar to this and I will do exactly that. Yeah, so just, yeah, and anything you want it to be really. And then um, if there's anything that you feel like you want to add, so if you don't mind um, sending me, I'll send you an email with what I want, but I'm going to ask you for a photo of yourself you're happy with um, or, or the links to your social media Um and some descriptions and bits and bobs because then I can put it in all of the descriptions and okay. um, all the good stuff that you do on the back end of all the podcast hosting stuff and YouTube and blah, blah, blah. All that Super. fun, boring stuff. <laughs> okay, I will I will send you whatever you ask me on that email. I will yep. send you that tomorrow. So I'll, um, where are we? I will get you an email in the morning. It, um, well, I'll try and do it tonight because then you'll have it for tomorrow. Anytime. And then I, at the moment, I've been putting one podcast up a month just because of the amount of time it takes to edit them. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've got a store now of more, maybe four or five people I've spoken to. So I've got a bank I can start to release. So I can, what I want to do is do one, one every two weeks. Okay. Um, but I'll probably start that next month because um, I've recorded one with Ariel about three weeks ago which i want to put out at the end of this month oh wow she's fantastic yeah she's lovely she i she was brilliant my she had so much time to talk about it and it was really interesting and then my kids came home because my wife had taken them out so i could talk to her and she heard them so she asked if she could meet them and it just so, cute. so then my yeah so then she's chatting to my children via zoom it's, it's just lovely so cool that, that, that is the spirit, and she's an amazing addition to the forum. Yeah, no, brilliant. It's great to have her in, in as another member, and she, her own story as well, and links to Brian and equipment and gear and, and whatnot. But I, the next one that's going to come out will be that one, which might be this week, it might be next week, depending on when she agrees to me putting it out. But um, then yours will be out, hopefully, in maybe the second one next month. So we've got Anytime, a little bit of time just, to do some stuff. Sure, just let me know whenever you're ready to release yep. it and my team will share the hell of it, the socials and everything. Anytime and we'll, um, what I'll do is um, 
send you when I've edited our conversation together and I'll, I'll do I do like a rough cut of me doing the intro and then I'll re-record it later once I've listened to it a few times and then the outro and blah blah and all that stuff but I'll send you the rough cut just so you can if you really are bored and you're struggling to sleep you can listen to us talking for an hour just to make sure that you're you're happy with it before I before I put it live and then um, we'll agree a date that it can go live and then I'll preload it with a time to go live and all that stuff so I haven't okay. got to press the buttons on the day and anytime I trust you 100%. Whatever you think that is right, it would be right. <laughs> good, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no it's, it's great to actually finally get to chat to you one-to-one -one as well because the Zoom meetings I did, I think have been really fun, but it's really hard because you've got all these different windows of people. And yeah. you, it's nice to hear everyone's story, but you can't really talk to someone individually. And it's... Um, it's tough but it's nice i'm gonna try and do another one as well because i think they go down quite well and it's a good chance to sit and have a beer and chat to people and anytime and podcast or not let's grab a cyber beer anytime you want we can talk about some good stories and and i owe you a lesson anytime you want <laughs> whatever piece of queen you want to learn i will show you how to play it properly i need um so my you can't see it Oh, that's guitar. my home. That's my homemade guitar. Wow! Yeah, so um, pictures. I love it. Yeah, it's okay. It's got a few problems, um, and I'm waiting on um, my Guyton Time Warp, which mine is one of the first two that Andy will finish. That that is good stuff. That is good stuff. So. Um, I'm quite looking forward to that. That should be here in a couple of months. So I'll do a special podcast episode on that, which I'm recording with Andy and all of the people that have helped Andy with all the different parts. Yeah. So um, there'll be a special episode on the, the on the guitar and then another episode with Andy I've recorded or recording as well, which would be quite good. Um, but yeah, I'm, this has got a few issues when you play it. So um, that's my excuse anyway. So I, I okay. need a better guitar before I can have a proper lesson. Right. Anytime, don't, don't, I, I would be there's, here. There's, there's no guitars in those four guitar cases either that I could play. Um, I know. That's just for okay. show. <laughs> well, if you need an expert guitar, I have some extra. Yeah. <laughs> that is the no. formatic you. Yeah, thank you, mate. But yeah, keep safe, mate. Thank you for all you of too. your time and um, putting up with me and my lack of organization until this morning. <laughs> Don't worry. Anytime, whenever you want. All right, Danny. Well, thanks again, Cheers, mate. And um, I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, mate. Cheerio. Bye-bye. And that was the end of that conversation. But now let's head straight over to see Danny behind the scenes at We Will Rock You. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Red Special Guitar Podcast. It's a slightly different episode today in that you can see me and around and things. You can also see my guest, Danny Gomez, who is currently just finished rehearsals in We Will Rock You in Spain. And he has taken some time out of his day to show me around, show all of us around his rig. My absolute pleasure. Where he is. And uh, hey, Danny, how are you, mate? You keeping well? Uh, uh, everything great. Uh, absolutely pleased to be here with you again. Uh, uh, yeah, to give you a sneak peek about how uh, 
we will rock you production runs about the gear, about how, whatever you always wanted to know about the we will rock you that can be shown by now. <laughs> Lovely. So, so where, whereabouts are you in Spain at the moment? You, what what hall is it playing at? Where are you rehearsing? Uh, we are actually rehearsing at the theater right now. So uh, now we are in in seat proper that is called uh, when we put like the actors and, and dancers and the band all together. And today we just finished the first act. So uh, we've been doing every number several times or so everything like good enough. And today we have the first act. Tomorrow we'll do the second. And after that is like the show one all the time, all the time. Uh, one, one, like every day, two, three times a day. It's not, it's not as fun as it looks. <laughs> Don't say that. You're, you're ruining everyone's dreams of uh, playing in guitar and we were rocky. Uh, well, obviously it's a dream. Uh, it's, it's a dream. <laughs> uh, I love it. And I've been doing this since 2003 and different like venues and everything. Uh, but this one is very special because it's been 13 years since my last We Were Rocky Now. So I'm a different man. The last time yeah. I played this, this thing, I had no tattoos, I had no songs, I had a <laughs> totally different life. So it's been, it's been quite a journey since then. But to play this stuff again uh, with, with almost the same uh, score and everything is like... Ooh, it puts you in some perspective. So it's like, oh my God, it's been a while. Yeah, definitely must take you, you back you, to you. You to play differently. It's like, yeah, you play differently, and suddenly you're rereading all these stuff. And it's like, oh my God, I used to play this thing, and it's not bad because I'm 13 years older. I've been 13 more years playing. It's like, oh, it's totally wrong, man. This <laughs> it was a wrong inversion. I'm sure like, that yeah. what you used to do wasn't wasn't bad by any stretch, Danny. Uh, no, but back to the day, back to the day, I always tell this in, in interviews. Uh, I never played any Queen song until mm-hmm. I did the first time we were talking. Suddenly I had to learn like 25 songs in two weeks, something like that. Uh, but so I did everything by ear, like little following of the, of the score, but mainly 99.99% by ear. And I figured out many, many things. So 30, years after, well, more, because it was, uh, it's, it's around 18 years after, since the first time I played this stuff. Um, I learned a lot. You have YouTube, you have, it's like 18 years ago, there was no trace of like, like, like YouTube stuff or tutorial stuff, so you had to basically figure out everything. We had a, a, a Pete Cornish TV83 and a couple of Boss pedals and a TBX. And that was a real deal. It was like approved by Brian and, and Pete. And it was like exactly the same year that they had in London. And it was great. But suddenly it was over noisy stuff on the top of your feet. And it was many things to control. So I was absolutely like, like horrified. They were, oh my God, this is totally like, it's awesome, but it's uh, terrifying. And and now it's a totally different like, uh, gear platform and you're older wiser i think uh so yeah you 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 confront the thing from a totally different perspective yeah definitely so i mean p- thanks again for, for agreeing to do this but one of the main reasons for doing this is that you're going to show us around what you're playing this time yeah. a little bit and um yeah the yeah. guitars you're using the rig you've decided to go with and why and then 
you might show us rough some other bits and pieces that you might not see unless you watch this. <laughs> so uh, the main change is that we're not using like real amps anymore uh, because it's costly. It's costly. Uh, it's not very practical for a theater production because we used to have that under a stair, like in an isolated room and everything. That sounded fantastic, but we need like super long speaker cables and we had the, 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 like the heads close to us, absolutely hot. It was like, I don't know, uber hot. Uh, and like tubes having problems and fuses and everything and having the spurs and, and everything. So when we decided to come back with the production uh, here, I, I started doing all uh, the guitar consultancy work for this production. And from London came the idea to use Kemper and it was good enough. Uh, they sent uh, three, uh, the backline company sent three camper units. So we went to my studio with one of the, the programming guys. So we captured my Night Audio Technologies uh, DG30, it's not an AC30 anymore, it's the DG30, um, with my booster, with all the right stuff. And we captured that and it sounded good in the first rehearsal at the recording studio. It sounded good enough but as soon as we came here uh everything was like uber hot but even hotter than the real amps it was like something is not working well and suddenly boom one unit fell out boom the other was like oh we need, we need a deep one and as an avid user of, of the both the analog technology with the tae preamp that has been covering my ass for plus 10 years yeah. It was like okay, we can go, we can go full analog and use the TAE with a bunch of pedals, and the production say okay, or we can keep digital and move to the to the neural DSP quad cortex that I'm the the, the the digital stuff that I use. So it was like okay, let's keep digital and keep the TAE preamp with a bunch of pedals as a B plan that will never fail because it's analog, so you don't have to program anything. So the main rig is digital. And the backup uh, rate is analog. Uh, I capture again my Night Audio Technologies uh, DG30 for the Quad Cortex. And, and that was it. It was sounded fantastic. Instead of capturing the, the speaker itself, I'm using a mixer of a, of a 421 microphone and an input response on the back, like out of phase to capture like a little bit the room and you, you can get this out of face uh, microphone of the cabinet that Brian uses in the studio. So we, we try to replicate the, the thing. Uh, I'll show you the unit. Okay, let me check. So here's my, uh, here's my quad cortex. And we're using three presets. Okay, well, I'll show you the full rig and I will explain you the presets later. So we have uh, the main rig would be the, K, the, the red specials, obviously, Re regular like BMG specials. Everything is stock and fantastic. They sound great, good setup. And well, there, there's something like kind of fancy that is the we will rock you straps. Yep. That that I designed with the right on straps team. They will be available very soon. Stay tuned. Uh, the guitars. 10 to 46 to keep things in good tune, uh, be reliable at the stage. I try to avoid like uh, to 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 break many strings, especially when we are at the stage playing like Bohemian Rhapsody or Who Wants to Live Forever. 
or the we will rock you first version for the voice. After that, okay, we have a cable that goes directly to the quad cortex. And on the other side, we have a, a, the acoustic guitar, just a tuner or a D box, and that's it. But I know that you're not interested in the acoustic stuff because we, you only use it for now one, but you intro and the crazy little thing called love. So it's a good, you tailor guitars, a uh, cable and a tuner and a DA box. So let's keep things interesting and move to the quad quarter. We have three presets. This is the main lead one. This is the rhythm, the crunch one, and this is the clean one. Basically, we have the same capture here. That is my DG30. This capture, everything is neutral, so it's just the capture. And you have the cabinet after that. And it's a mixture of the dynamic 421 that comes with the quad quarter. So you can move this in the like in the three like dimensions. So you can move the, the microphone anywhere you, you, you need it. And there's a, a there's an uh, uh, input response capture of that like Brian May mix for the for the back of the amp. And after that, well, before that we have a Dallas Range Master. Booster, virtual one, a noise gate in case that we can we want to keep things like ultra clean. We have the, the capture of the amp, the cabinet, and this is the level that is controlled by this pedal that controls the full volume of this preset. After that, I have a splitter, and the, the top row goes actually to the front of the house. I have here an harmonizer in case I need it. Oh. But we tend to do everything like in like in real time because we have two two guitar players playing simultaneously, so we can do all the thirds and so on and stuff. Have a reverb for some moments, a killer queen underscore, and these are the days of our lives on little details. And as you can see, there's a splitter here that goes to these that is a compressor and an EQ. And these out is R out. So this panel to R. And this goes this way to my feedback amp that is controlled by this pedal. So you can have uh, like the full guitar sound on the, on the front of the house. And at the same time, you can keep this feedback amp because we are super far of the PA, super far, you can check it out. We are uh, besides the, 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 the stage. So all that you can see is that a video wall, that's massive video wall. And we're super fast, so there's no chance to to, to get feedback. So we have a, a feedback amp here that we can feed, actually, and we can get a good feedback here that is captured, and you have that on the PA. So guitar, quad cortex, output A, output L, go to the front of the house, output B, output drive, goes to this volume pedal and to the feedback amp. And that's it. That, that is the whole rig. In the clean... Preset, we have a little chorus that is based, uh, loosely based in a, in a, well, in a CE1. It sounds good. Vintage chorus, vintage chorus sounds good. Uh, and that's it, basically the same stuff. And this uh, is the main crunch. That is basically, again, the same range master, the noise gate, not in use chorus, the night audio technologies capture, the same cabinet with the same microphones and everything, and the level control uh, with the pedal. As, as you can see, probably there's another row here. And this is yep. the backup 
for the guitar too. In case his um, his rig fails, he could do the show using my rig, so he could connect to the input too, and we can end we could end the like the show with just one quad cortex. And and that's it. We're using the two inputs. This is the regular input that comes from the regular guitar, and these come from the radio uh, the radio frequency rack. Uh, so when I want to play at the stage, I only to switch to preset four that automatically change the input to input two. So as soon as I click here, I go wireless. It's five. Select any of the other three. I'm wired, and and that's it. Is is well, it is a good setup, and it sounds. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, if that's all right. Okay, I can do something with the feedback feedback and probably uh hope that nobody kills me. Um <laughs> <laughs> so do we because it's gonna make it really interesting episode. So it, that is my signal to the, the feedback amp that, that is basically uh like a flood response. Uh, RCF like monitor, uh, but in case I need some feedback, then I can get the feedback here, and automatically the other channel got the same feedback, so you get all the feedback for the PA system, like. You can have the same feedback forever, and you and we are using well, no, now because I'm using my my iPhone <laughs> uh, headphones. And we're using in ears, everyone here, because we need the click and uh, all the all this stuff. So there's no chance to have feedback at this level, uh, while while being that far from the the real sound and having no amps. So we need this kind of stuff, and that is being used forever at the Google Rock production. A good feedback amp, but for this occasion and having like an emulated output, I prefer to switch from little amps like the little white box Bram A amp, or even a tiny Fender or a tiny Marshall or any tiny box or whatever amp, real guitar amp. Uh, I decided to switch. To a full range monitor, that way you can get that low end feedback too, like ooh, and you can get the harmonic with the other guitar, bah, and you get the, the, all the like the like more Queen stuff. I would say that's a great rig, Danny. It really is like a, <laughs> and it's but it what, what's really interesting is you've got so much packed into that tiny quad cortex box. Yeah. That otherwise, uh, you'd be talking yeah, custom electronics. Um, exactly. that would cost a lot more than a quad cortex. Um, <laughs> the other day, uh, when Brian invited me uh, to his Instagram live, I was at the studio. It was like, well, like any fun. It was like preparing the thing and playing a little bit, preparing for the rehearsals, and and I had like the the the, the live, the Instagram live. Like yeah, my my song was like playing the the video games and so so. And suddenly it was like, hey. Hey Brian, hey Danny, how are you? He was like, oh my god. So I was, we, we were chatting about the gear that I have the studio, the night, the night technologies amps, and the really nice. I said, uh, oh wow, I'm so happy to see that you guys are using the real deal, the real gears. Like, oh no, sorry, sir, <laughs> we're using virtual stuff. We, we capture all these real amps here. And I was like, hmm, I think I like it. So. Uh, <laughs> as soon as, as soon as he comes to visit us here, that it will happen. Sooner or later, as usual, 
uh, it will be fantastic to show him and compare because if he comes and he plays, he will have a real ace thirty. So it will be fantastic to compare the real deal with uh, with the quad quad that's live. I did at the studio and it's amazing. It's like I'm a I'm a true believer of this technology and I'm proud to say that uh, because I think that is a total game changer uh, to be able to capture easily and portably uh, your real gear and being able to use it you know, like in a professional situation like this. So it's like uh, it's, it's like proper good stuff and getting like pro sound easily. And am I right in thinking that with the Quad Cortex, you um, there's an app that on your phone, and then you can like upload your presets to your yeah, account, yeah. and then people can um, probably contact you and and purchase yeah, you your can, well, presets. You can uh, you can upload them like publicly and share the stuff, and and it's great. And I have done that with several like travel boosters and stuff. And there's no like a purchase system, but if you, I'm really interested about someone like trying my stuff or whatever, or I want a second opinion, or I have a super close friend, I don't know, like Tristan Avakian, that he was on tour and he was thinking about the quad courses. And I say, hey, if you want to try this thing, right, for your stuff, try this preset. Because otherwise, you will be like noodling with uh, parameters and everything. And I can tell you that this preset works is what you need if you need like i don't know like a filter for for i want to break you or whatever you let me know i can program that for you but that way you can check it out right and and it works he was super happy i was super happy Uh, he's my friend so and we are we are both knights of the queen so we would love to share stuff like hey (laughs) try this try that so yeah, I'm a quad cortex uh, devote. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they. I mean, I remember when they came out; they're really interesting. But I've not seen one yet, so I have to to try and see if I can get hold of one or see someone that's got one to, to try it out. Because it, it's definitely uh, you going through and showing what it can do and explaining. It, it does a lot of things that it, we all want does. in so our queen like, rig, but at a fraction of the cost and the size. Exactly. It's like, well, if you want to use it for this stuff, you can absolutely capture all the stuff that we love. And I have several of my uh, different travel boosters. So I have a, a, like a Kanda mm-hmm. Arena Dallas Wayne Maester, but uh, R2R pedals that is the amped up with every component. I have this capture here. I have my fryers. I have my Night Audio Technologies. I have Crazy with all capture here in case I need another like flavor. I'm well with the range master for all the staff of the show because we have the 70s, we have the 80s, uh, but we don't have like many, many 90s. Like, well, obviously we have no one but you or Headlong, but in a band context, there's no like big, big, big difference between a producer or the other because there are two guitars. It's like everything is very well packed. So, uh, but in case I need another flavor or I'm in a recording session or whatever, uh, because this is the unit, uh, the units that we have uh, the theater, but I have my own at the studio. So in my unit, these two are basically a carbon copy of my unit with every parameter and everything because I program it. But aside that, I have a ton of different like, travel boosters, different input responses in case I want to like, 
doing things. And I can come with my updated ideas to the theaters. Like, hey, let's try this. Okay, sounds better. So that's that's why I came with these uh, kind of wet, wet dry thing with the feedback. I'm like thinking about how to keep things as small as possible. That is basically two volume pedals at the quad cortex and you're good to go. Yeah. That's great. Keep things really. like simple. Yeah. And and I I heard you right. Obviously, the other guitar player he's using the same settings and same setup. Exactly. No, no, exactly. It's like the, the the idea we we're trying to do here is replicate Brian Tone on the record. So it, it, the thing is that if we need like two guitars playing the same thing, uh, probably one of them, uh, one of us is using chorus and the other not to get that wet dry thing. Like like you could be using like two amps. And a uh, stereo chorus in front of that, so we're, we're replicating that. And maybe we don't need that, and we want to keep playing uh, the two guitars playing two different parts. I don't know, like seven seats of right. One keeps the rhythm guitar, one is making fills to keep things like on the record. So the ultimate goal would be the record, not the live sound. That is massive, a fantastic win live uh, is absolutely great. But we are going for the record here, and we try yeah. to keep all the songs sounding. Like the original, but with a twist. So everything fits with the previous number at the next number. You don't want to have like the crazy 70s and rocky 80s and suddenly uh, overproduced 90s. And you know how it goes. We need like a, yeah, a flat rate sound that sounds yeah. great for the over bottle and, so, and suddenly goes for no one but you just changing uh, one principle. So there was some volume. Yeah. No, it's great, Danny. Really really a lot of work by you and to try and get something that's ultimately really very um well put together and very little can go wrong and there's a bit of um redundancy built in but also a small package that you can like you said you can edit it at home if you come up with a better suggestion in your studio or a better yeah. setting and then you can send it to the one at, at the show and update both of them if you're happy with it it's a it's definitely an intro rather than having to buy like, oh, I've just found this new pedal that does this thing or a multi-effect. Now we have to buy three of them in case one breaks. And then for the other guitarist, it's, it's a few exactly. clicks of a button and, and away you go. And it's, it's great. And yeah. <laughs> um, what, what else can you show us while you're there, if you're allowed to show us anything? Uh, I can show you the band feed that is not a feed anymore. I will, I will turn this uh, off just in case. And I will show you the band feed that is not a band feed any, anymore because it is a, it's a platform. Oh, my my baby is here. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I will go downstairs right now. So this is the band feed. This is my seat. Yep. And this is the guitar too. Rick. The door takes you to the drum cabinet. Musical director and keyboards and the bass rig that is powered by the dark glass vintage preamp to get all that crazy and classy and classic John Deacon tones. Very nice. I go in a bit. I, my family <laughs> came to rescue me to the theater. So I, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. I have to go. Again, Danny, thanks so much for your help, mate. It's fantastic chatting to you. It's great to 
to actually talk to you again and uh, there's lots of giggles outside of the actual chat that we did together but um yeah great great setup you've got there really interested to to be able to hear that one day through a quad cortex so really difficult to get hold of at the moment but i'm sure from what you've said and um how everything's going they sound absolutely fantastic i just can't wait to to, to actually hear one live in a room now one of the other things i talked about at the beginning of the video and the podcast was that we would be having a brief chat about the red special guitar meetup in reading later this year and that is in october the 9th 2021 in reading uk um, if you head over to redspecialguitarpodcast.com and have a look for the events there is a link there that takes you to a page which discusses the whole of the meetup where you can buy tickets um, any questions feel free to email the podcast um, but time is ticking now on coming along you do need a ticket to come because of coronavirus and keeping track of everyone's information and um, yeah it should be a great day we've got some fantastic things lined up a couple of surprises as well won't go into any more detail than that but it should be a fantastic welcome back to saying hello to everyone across red special land and outside of that i also said that there would be a giveaway at the end of this podcast and Earlier this year, IK Media teamed up with Danny Gomez and put together a competition where you could provide a sound file of a Queen song or a Queen tone, Brian May tone, and they would um, review those and the winner would get various things. Now, I submitted something I'd worked on with a friend of mine and um, lo and behold, I won or came second in the competition, which gave me a free version of Amplitude 5. I already own Amplitude, so I spoke to Danny and chatted through with him and we suggested that we would do a giveaway on the Red Special Guitar Podcast. So if that's something that you'd be interested in winning, you have until the day before the meetup to enter. And to enter, you need to like the Red Special Guitar Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and share our status on the IK Media amplitude 5 giveaway which will be going live with this show and if you do those three things you'll be in with a chance and my plan is to take all the names of all the people that have entered and to get one of the guests at the red special meetup on the 9th of october to draw that out of a hat live and then we can um, pass on that to the winner which will be absolutely fantastic so please please do that any questions on, on what that looks like then please check out but there'll be a, a post going live soon with this to detail how to do that and as always i just want to say thank you so much to all the patrons on patreon and for all of the listeners and watchers out there you guys are absolutely fantastic and i'm always blown away by the amount of support that the channel gets because it is literally just me and a microphone chatting to my friends but you're enabling me to create new things and try new stuff like making videos for you all and after this video there will be a couple more traditional style podcasts but there is the upcoming Guyton Guitars Time Warp Red Special Review and it is coming and it should be good and I'm very excited to be able to share that with you. So please stick around and make sure that you follow us on all social media to see where that goes. And if you want to support the channel but you don't want to go on Patreon then please do have a look at our merch store. Again, redspecialguitarpodcast.com. You can click on merch, or I think it's merch, and you can head down and you can buy mugs and t-shirts and other bits and pieces with the logo on so you can show all your friends that you can now see that you're supporting the Red Special Guitar Podcast. Anyway, that's enough rambling from me for today. Thanks so much again, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll catch you in the next one.